Hey, this is Heidi Dawson. If you love all things health and wellness and style of any kind, hang out here with me each week. I'm obsessed with never-ending improvement, and it's all in an effort to help each one of us live a wildly successful lifestyle. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Hi guys, welcome to episode 335 of the Wildly Successful Lifestyle Podcast. If you're enjoying the episodes, please consider sharing them and also subscribing and leaving a five-star review. The more of those I get, the more people I reach. The more people I reach, the more wildly successful people there will be in the world, which makes the world a better place for all of us, don't you think? I do. Being wildly successful isn't just about having an important job or lots of money, even though those things are wonderful and you should be proud of yourself if you've created that. But it's also about having an awareness about you, that you do create your own reality by the thoughts you have and the beautiful relationships you have with other people. That's what makes life truly satisfying. That's the idea. That's what I want for all of us. I created this podcast because I had this message inside of me and it needs to get out. We're each responsible for our own happiness. No one else can create that for us. We have to do it. And we aren't going to do it by external things. The more external things we get, the more we realize that. Years ago, I thought if I had a Rolex watch that that would make me feel like I was finally worthy. If I had a timepiece that represented wealth and status, then I would finally think of myself as worthy. So my precious husband got me one for my birthday. I love it. And I still do love it, but it didn't give me that worthiness I thought I would have. It made me feel proud, sure, for a few weeks, of course, but I soon realized that wasn't it. Okay, maybe it's that designer purse that's going to do it. (laughs) Nope, that wasn't it either. So were we going to go for broke to try to fix my worthiness? Or was I going to finally admit there was something inside that I hadn't addressed that was keeping me needing external things to feel worthy? My happiness and my worthiness was on very fragile ground. But when I finally addressed that internal hole and worked on that internal need, I recognized the external things for what they were, band-aids. I can only describe it as constantly trying to put band-aids on poison ivy. (laughs) Weird, I know. But the band-aid would cover the rash so you don't have to see it. But the rash isn't going away until you address it from the inside. I used poison ivy because I didn't really feel wounded, like in a huge gaping wound. It just felt more like a constant nagging, itching feeling that I wasn't good enough, that I didn't fit in. So I tried to fill that by having fine things, really a way to put on an image for other people to see me in a way that I didn't see myself in hopes that it would rub off, but it didn't. Now, I also, around the same time, tried to fill it by wanting my family to act in a certain way so that I was happy, instead of just letting them be who they are. That made me a slave to their actions, which is crazy, because I don't control that. My point is, it's easy to try to fill an empty feeling with external things. Most of it do it. Most of us will do that. Cars, purses, alcohol, food, drugs, social media, trying to control people, you name it. But trying to fill an internal void with something external is like trying to fix poison ivy with a Band-Aid. It may cover it, but if you're like me, the only way to fix poison ivy is by doing something about it from the inside, which usually means a cortisone shot. That clears it up quickly, every time. 
The external things never worked, but that internal shot, that'll fix it every time. If you're going through life and you constantly need things or people to be a certain way in order for you to feel happy, then your happiness is on fragile, fragile ground. You don't want your happiness to be a slave to people or things. That car, <laughs> that lover, the watch, the cake, the perfect family life, if we have to have them in order to be happy, they're band-aids. Not a problem to have them, of course. I want my relationships to be amazing, and I love a beautiful person. I do still love my Rolex. I just don't need them anymore to feel worthy. I'm still a work in progress and not wishing people would be different, but my happiness is not reliant on that, and that's a good feeling. It's never going to be perfect because we're human, but we can be happier way more than we are unhappy, unhappy and that's within our control. So if you're noticing that you keep trying to feel better by buying the latest thing or escaping with alcohol or maybe manipulating and controlling your relationships, that's good that you're aware. That's a good first step. We weren't taught how to deal with this life in a way that tells us we're able to handle anything that comes our way. So of course, you're doing the best you can. But that has gotten you where you are today. And if you're not able to maintain a level of happiness, even though, say, your eggs fall out of your grocery cart on the way to the car. That happened to my friend Lena, to which she totally just laughed it off. I love that about her. <laughs> like episode 334, she's not going to let that ruin her day. But life does not have to be that hard. We have these rules based on our experience in life of, well, if this happens, I'll be happy. But if this happens, I'm not going to be happy at all. I used to tell myself that I had seasonal effectiveness disorder. Basically, if it wasn't sunny, I wasn't happy. <laughs> I've let that go now. I still have to work on it, though. I was laughing the other day with a friend because now I say I just I don't like it when it's cloudy with no precipitation. So I'm still laying the groundwork for myself to be unhappy. It's just if it's cloudy with no rain or snow. I always seem to tell on myself in this podcast, but you see, I'm aware of it. So you know, I'm working on it. Be aware of where you're setting groundwork for yourself to be miserable. If you're going to a family gathering and you say, if this person does this, I'm going off. What's that doing? You're laying the groundwork for you to have a bad time because now you've put your mood in the hands of someone else. Your power to be happy regardless is gone at that point. Because you need someone to act a certain way for you to be happy. Don't do yourself like that. Don't give someone else the power to take away your happiness. They're not that powerful. But you are. My ultimate goal is to not need anything or anyone to be different for me to be happy. Michael Singer, the author of Living Untethered, I think that may be my next book. But he said, when someone asks how I want my life to be, I say, I want it to be as it is. That's how you're, you find your happiness. Just letting life be as it is. Accepting that you're exactly where you're supposed to be and life is always working in your favor. When things happen, ask the right questions. My personal favorite is how is this working in my favor? Now, who knows why my friend Lena's eggs fell out of the cart and broke? You might ask, how did that work in her favor? Well, we don't know. But maybe one of them was bad and would have made her sick. Maybe your drive into work where the road was blocked or the traffic was crazy. Maybe that kept you from being in an accident. Look for reasons life is working for you and you'll find them. You do have the power to be happy even though things stink. <laughs> we all do. 
Someone with fragile happiness gets irritated easily. Someone with fragile happiness gets triggered by words, gets mad when their food comes to the table lukewarm, or gets upset when things don't go exactly the way they want them to. And we do have the ability to just let those things go. When you let those little frustrations go, then you'll be way more equipped to deal with the big things that happen that we will have to deal with, like death or job losses, divorce, those big things. Working on letting go of the little frustrations will go a long way in helping us be happy day to day, but it will also help us be more resilient when the big things happen. My challenge to you today is to notice when you're getting irritated easily at the little things and practice just sort of laughing them off. Coffee spilled on your shirt? Eh, You'd rather wear this other shirt anyway. The driver cuts you off? Maybe he's a single dad that's hurrying to his daughter's place so he won't be late. Practice giving yourself grace and giving others grace as well. And you may notice your happiness will get less fragile the better you get at it. Share this with three happy people. I love you guys. I'll talk to you in a few days. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends because we're just going to keep going bigger and better places together. And I love that about us. Talk to you in a few days.